What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Yeah. Well, welcome to, to you. Can sip with us. I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. Are you sipping anything fun? Not really. You? Uh uh. -uh. No, I have talked about them before, but the mixers, like hormone support supplement. So I I did it and then I felt like, oh, wow, my headaches have gone away. But then I don't know. I kind of, like most people probably do with medication, like, I don't know, is it really that or is it something else? Right. So I, I stopped drinking it with any like regular level of consistency. And of course, the headaches came back. Um, and so now I'm back on it. So I'm drinking a little peach her time. And I'll see if they go away again. Because I normally get headaches around my cycle. But I am... I had my period last week. So this is... But this used to happen to me. I used to get hormonal headaches a lot. And yeah. I thought maybe I was just improved my body, but right. I think it might be these drinks. So I'm having a little peach hormone support thing. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh, nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm, so we just got back from swim school. Yeah. Guys, we're recording in the evening, uh, which it, it happens kind of far and few between now. Yeah. Where we're doing a double header. We used to do double headers at night. That was like for a, like a year. We did double headers yeah. at night. Mm-hmm. Now we like space them out. Mm-hmm. over two days and anyway it feels like this like fun little almost like uh like when you used to come over to my house i know at night yeah. you know where it's like it yeah. feels like a yeah uh-huh i don't know like it's a happy hour for sure mm-hmm. yeah did you bring something happy oh well it's nothing about the drink but uh oh. i'm oh. happy i brought myself i'm yeah. happy yeah yeah so yeah so we're going straight from swim school into this and i have this adrenaline from oh. Swim school, which Why? is ridiculous, right? Because yeah. it's, I'm, it's not swim school for me. It's not like yeah. I'm training. Well, what kind of anything. swim is it? Is it like, is it like the sink or swim? Like, is so, he hating it? Yeah. So it's not sink or swim because we, it's not like what you did for your kiddos. Yeah. Um, Cause we don't have, like, I totally like yeah. get that for a place that yeah. has a lot of water. For us, it's more um, like water safety, like learning how to swim. But yeah. not like rescue, right? Right. Um, anyway, so just normal swim school. And the first couple of weeks, Ben and all the other kids in his class, because it's like a group situation, loving it. Songs and they're happy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, he's a total fish, like natural. This is going to be it. awesome. Yeah. And then as of last week or the week before, they started doing underwater submersion. Starts off with a second mm-hmm. and then two seconds. We're up to three seconds. Oh. So the first time we did it, it's like the kids didn't know what they were expecting. So all of yeah. them were just like sort of like, okay, you know? Yeah. But then I noticed the second time. Now they're onto it. All of the kids are onto it. Uh-huh. All of them. And so it was like oh, cry fast, scream oh. fast, audible, just no, 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 no's, you okay. know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, Last week, Ben was, because you know, now they know how to climb out of the water. So Ben was climbing out of the water and running away. 
Oh, <laughs> so wow. does one of you have to be in the pool with him or is yeah, it just the instru- one of us okay. in the pool and one of us yeah. out? But like we would do the thing where it's like practice getting out and then he would just take that opportunity to bolt. I'm I'm literally out of here. I'm yeah. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And so heading into tonight, because mm-hmm. like last week for all the kids was like it, like a lot of emotion very emotionally charged Mm -hmm. and so tonight i'm like okay at least i know what to expect it's going to be a little stressful i'm going to be a little on edge because like whenever there's kids that are running hot it does something to you even if you can control it it's like natural hormone surges Mm -hmm. like your brain is wired to go into like survival i mean the mode you know yeah Mm -hmm. so it was a high energy hour very high energy hour. Um, Were you in the water or was Chris? I was in the water. Okay. So I was really in the action. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like a workout for me, even though it's not like I'm swimming laps. I'm there with him. I'm mm-hmm. mentally it's wound a mental up. Thing for sure. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Anyway, dude, lot. so I'm coming in a little hot. Coming in a little hot. I like you like that. Yeah. I am think like I really wanted to have a drink tonight, but I'm doing this thing where I am trying to limit process stuff, which yeah. includes alcohol right now. Sure. So two and a half weeks, I'm going booze free, which is very difficult. I would yeah. like to have wine, especially when we double head on an evening. I would like to have some wine right now. You know what I also want? But what? This is not meant to be a cheesy transition. We have some of our holiday merch on order for us. Yes. You guys, if you have not snagged holiday merch. Oh, like you better get on it because shit's running out quick. Yeah. We're working on, on restocks, but. It's why I'm so glad we launched it early because mm-hmm. like of just how this is going. One, it was, it's really good. And we figured you guys would want, I, I love it. I cannot, mm-hmm. there are some things that are on the way that I just cannot wait to have arrived. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you haven't snagged yours, sipsquadpod.com slash shop. And I love that it's not overly holiday. Like it's definitely holiday, but it's not like all green and red, right? It's like yeah. fun mm-hmm. color. So you can wear it like the whole holiday season, not just Christmas, totally. you know, That's hey, fun. how early is too early to start on Christmas? I don't think I don't feel like there's a, a, such a thing as too early. Yeah. What do you mean as far as decorations? Yeah. Christmas oh, no. tree. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's I was going to get it going up today and then kids kids are there was other things that had to yeah. take priority, but I'm ready for Same. it to go up now. Same. So, it's going to go up this weekend, I guess. Yeah. I just need John to get the help get the boxes down. John doesn't care. I mean, I don't have him do anything. I'll have him help me get the boxes down. I mean, like he doesn't care like starting Christmas before Thanksgiving. Uh, He hasn't voiced that to me, really, I don't think. So I, the whole reason I'm bringing this up, I'm like, you know what? Like Halloween's over. I'm ready to start Christmas. Just boom. The stores are already there. Like I'm on the fast track, like Costco. I'm on Costco's timeline. I'm on Costco's timeline. So I tell Chris, I'm like, hey, let's get this you know, show on the road. Let's, th- we got a uh, fake Christmas tree this year. I think I talked about yeah. it here. Big, 
big change. That's a big, uh-huh, big deal. Chris was so offended. He's like, absolutely why? not. Wait, he's like, why? He's like, absolutely not. He's like, Christmas decorations go up, maybe Thanksgiving night, but Thanksgiving weekend. And I'm like, excuse me. Like, I, we had to have started Christmas earlier than this before. And he's like, we have not. We never have. We never will. He's like yeah. diligent. And then later that day, he tagged me on an Instagram story, his story. That was a picture of a shed. It was like a little meme. And it said, uh-huh. my Christmas tree, like you're looking at this shed. Hold on. Let me pull this up because okay, <sighs> it was very passive aggressive. And I thought, wow, he is. He feels strongly about this. Oh, dang it. Christopher Lude's story is no longer available. Oh, of course it isn't. Yeah. So it's like a shed that was like, you're looking at my Christmas tree in a shed because it's effing November. Oh, yeah. You know, that. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I'm just getting a pulse, just seeing what like the general mood is, you know. uh, I mean, I do feel like I've heard that before. I feel like that was the thing growing up that Thanksgiving weekend was the appropriate time. I put up my tree very early when I was pregnant with Revy because I was so over being pregnant. And I remember my uncle made fun of me and I was like, I don't care. Like this brings me joy. So you don't have to put up the tree in your house this early, but I'm putting up my tree. Yeah. And it's a little hard at your house when one of you really strongly has an opinion that it should not be till Thanksgiving. Yes. So what are you going to do? Just fine. Deal with it. No, I'm going to keep chipping away. Yeah. Over time. Wear them down. You know, never right. give up. Where never, 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 ever. Well, ever and maybe, up. yeah, the tree, though, it's like you just, I mean, the tree, maybe you don't have to put ornaments on it yet, but that's like yeah. so light and fun. Yeah. Festive, it's glowing. Just, yeah. That's perfect for Thanksgiving, too. I totally agree. Yeah. We're yeah, hosting Thanksgiving this year. Are you, you hosting? You are? Yeah. Uh, no, my aunt and uncle said that they wanted, she said she, well, my aunt said she felt like hosting. So yeah, we're going to. I guess go over there. We haven't been invited, but we're basically in the, their immediate family at this point now. So I nice. don't even think we need an invite. We just show up, show up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be great. there. Oh no. Uh, oh, it's just, yep. We'll be there. What time? What can we yeah. bring? So, yeah. um, before we get to the rest of the show, we need yeah. to chat about something very important that we're yes. going to be doing together. Speaking of Thanksgiving, the spirit of giving. So, it is November, and we've done this the past couple years, tried to go out into the SIP squad to get family, have people nominate families that we can support um, or sponsor the holiday season. And last weekend at my aunt's 60th birthday that I was talking about, one of my other aunts was there, and she is housing um, an Afghan refugee. And she told her story. Um, so she's at her... What is that? It's not, I don't know if it's called housing, whatever that's called. But um, the story is my aunt, so my cousin is in the army. And she, when she was deployed, one of the things she did was she um, worked with member female members of the Afghan military. And they would um, sort of translate for them. And they would go into the community and gather intel. And so they cooperated together. And then when... Kabul fell and the Taliban took over. Females were targeted in general, as we know, but specifically females that are in any sort of power, um, have education and 
definitely people that fought for the um, Afghanistan military. So there were, you know, death threats and they had to go into hiding. And there is an organization that was able to get about 30 of these women out along with their immediate families. The woman that um, my aunt is hosting, is that what you call it? Hosting, I guess. Um, Her family was not able to get out. But my cousin is now working on a campaign that is set to, um, or that is intended to help support all of these families. And so I asked Call if she thought that that would be good. And we were both in agreement that it's exactly what we want to do. So I'm going to read what this is. Um, It's from a general, General John Nicholson, president of the PenFed Foundation. So... Uh, having done four deployments to Afghanistan, my last is the commander of all U.S. and NATO forces. I've seen firsthand how our Afghan allies have supported the United States and our military, many giving their lives to protect our troops. I have also seen how despite enormous cultural challenges, our female Afghan allies played an essential role in these efforts. I am reaching out to ask for your help in assisting a group of female Afghan special forces soldiers who need our support now more than ever. The foundation is currently working with a committed sisterhood of American veterans from the cultural support teams, U.S. Army women soldiers, including many West Point graduates who served alongside special operations forces in Afghanistan and who worked around the clock to evacuate these Afghan women who fought by their sides. Because of these Afghans' military service, and especially because they were women, their lives were in extreme jeopardy even before Kabul, Kabul, Kabul fell. As high-priority targets for the Taliban, these women faced appalling hardships as they struggled to find safety during the chaotic withdrawal from Afghanistan. Thanks to the cultural support team's tireless effort, they were able to get 25 Afghan female soldiers and their families to the United States, with several more on the way. But the work is not finished. This is where we need your help. Your donation will give these fearless Afghan women the essential support they will need to resettle into our communities. And thanks to a generous donor, all donations to this program will be tripled. These remarkable women have a long road ahead of them, but your contribution will f- fuel these U.S. Army CSTs and their allies, pushing them onward. These women were here for our combat veterans, and now we will be there for them. So, um, Call and I have set up a sort of GoFundMe. It's not GoFundMe, but it's something like that where Sip Squad can um, donate, and we will just sponsor, uh, we put a goal of raising $5,000 for these women and their families. um, And then we will donate that on the behalf, on behalf of the SIP squad and help some of these refugees who are going through unbelievable things. Link will be in the show notes of this episode. And then we'll also link it over on Instagram. And we'll be driving this like fundraising goal throughout the whole month as well. So you won't miss it. Um, and super, super excited to rally together for such a good cause. Yeah. Speaking of people rallying together for good causes, ding, 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 ding. Another reason why Thrive Cosmetics is awesome. You guys have heard us talk about Thrive Cosmetics before. We'll get into their products here in a second. But one of the things I love is their bold mission that's truly bigger than beauty. For every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive. Women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and more. 
they um when they became a partner on the pod uh it was like a no-brainer to partner with them after ash and i fell in love with their liquid lash extensions mascara this is the only mascara that i use now i am obsessed Mm -hmm. i absolutely love it it is perfect with like color length um it's awesome when you wash it off because you don't get those raccoon eyes I am obsessed with their brilliant eye brightener. I put a little bit like Ash, what do you mm. call this? Right at the top of the the like right Lash underneath line? your Oh, under your eyebrow? Yeah, what's that? Brow bone. Maybe. I put it on my brow bone. I put it like in little corners, look more mm-hmm. awake for those early morning zooms. And mm-hmm. lately, special little treat. I'll probably use it tonight after this double header. Uh, I wash my face, tone it, and then I put on the overnight sensation brightening sleep mask. You Ooh. leave it on all night long. And then in the morning, mm-hmm. you just wash it off and your skin is going to look fab. I also love their clean beauty standards, their omission of toxic ingredients, and how they're cruelty-free by never testing on animals. We love everything about Thrive Cosmetics. Their products are the best we've ever used, and their bigger-than-beauty mission is truly inspiring. You're going to love them as much as we do. Visit thrivecosmetics.com sip for 15% off your first order. This is an exclusive offer for only you can get here. <laughs> That's Thrive, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash SIP for 15% off your first order. ThriveCosmetics.com slash SIP. Okay. We are, are you- getting into some two sipperoos. Yeah, we are. So if you're ever in a pickle, give us a call and ask us a question. You can email us at you can sip with us at gmail.com or go to sipsquadpod.com and you can fill out a little form and submit your two sips from there as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So the first one is anonymous. But I feel like a lot of people can probably relate to this. Um, This is from anonymous, sexually frustrated, pregnant, non-sipper for two more months. Okay. Okay. Hey, ladies, I'm now 32 weeks pregnant. And since I started showing this pregnancy, my husband has not been interested in sex. He said it's because it freaks him out that there is a baby in my belly and he knows how hard this pregnancy has been on me, pelvic pain, etc. I have tried to be understanding, but a girl has needs. And now knowing how much he is not interested has me extra emotional and frustrated. I would love to know your opinions and suggestions. Okay. You, shall I go first? Yeah. My thought is um, that I totally understand where you're coming from. I think at, just as a pregnant woman, I don't know if everybody adores their body changing or if anybody adores their body changing, but almost every pregnant person I've talked to, even when they look phenomenal, like you see them and you're like, oh my gosh, you look great. You're so healthy, whatever. Right. And P.S. I tell every pregnant woman I see, we should all be doing that. Telling every pregnant woman we see, like, you look amazing, you're glowing, you're happy, whatever. Um, Because I feel like you don't feel like yourself. Like, you don't have your body. And so, you know, like, not just the way your body looks, but like, just nothing about your body feels familiar. It's just stretching and growing all of these, farting and like, gas. It's just like all (laughs) kinds of things, right. That are just happening. And so I think part of it, what, what you're feeling is twofold. Part of it is you're experiencing what it's like to be a pregnant woman sort of living in a body that you don't recognize in multiple ways. And then also maybe making your husband, um, 
like that he's not interested in sex right now, making that mean that he must also not be attracted to you, which Mm. is not what he said. Right. But I, but I have had those thoughts too. Like, am I unattractive? Because, because you feel unattractive, you know, like when you feel unattractive, it's easy to then go find evidence that other people must think that same thing. So I would say, um, it makes sense that you're feeling like this, but he also didn't say that. And so if your brain is going into that area, I would just do some mind work about around that. And I would also talk to him about it of like, if that, if that's how it's making you feel so that he can hopefully make you, you know, like calm your fears there, that it has nothing to do with his attraction to you. I do think I have heard other men, uh, heard of other men saying they feel weird, like they're going to poke the baby or something like that. Um, like just, you know, like, I don't know, it just feels strange, especially being 32 weeks pregnant, like it's very visible, you know, but you can talk to him about that. And there's some other ways also that you can get your needs met that don't involve a penis going in, you know, a P in the V. So, um, that is what I would say. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to think like of his perspective or like if there was something that was wigging me out, whereas like, like the, he, I think he's been open with you about what's wigging him out, right? Like concern about the baby, concern about you. And so I think just being, having an open conversation about like, I understand your concern. Like, how can I help ease your concerns? Um, because once he, like I, once he like realizes, I guess in the moment, <laughs> <laughs> that it's not hurting you or the baby mm-hmm. or that it's still something you want. Like maybe he'll get able to like jump over that hurdle. Um, but like honoring that the hurdles for him are real, just like your needs are real. And so how do you bridge that gap and come together? Conversation probably is going to be the best route. Um, because, you know, for him, this this sounds like a super legit like thing that's just getting in the way of probably your normal intimacy. So, um, but I'm sure you guys will get back there and, and also masturbate. Yeah. Like you can just like, if there's an, right. Like, I don't know. I want to just make sure you're managing your mind that you're not going somewhere that is being less fair to you, right? That is like hurt. Like if you're thinking like, well, what does this mean? Are we going to have sex again in the future? Is he ever going to want to do this, right? Like if your mind is spinning out, um, just take care of yourself in that regard. And then also physically take care of yourself. Yeah. If it's just physical, that's almost easier. Right. But like, you know, but also it could be wanting intimacy, like with your husband and wanting that connection, you know, and maybe there's other ways besides sex to have that too. Like if that's a craving that you have, like maybe we have to get creative with like other ways. Yeah. Um, like what does he feel comfortable with? Maybe it's just baby steps. Maybe it's like a really good snuggle session. I know that sounds corny, but like having that open dialogue of like what does he feel comfortable with and maybe taking it from there. Maybe it's an open relationship. Yeah. Maybe it's divorce. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just like, you know, actually I changed my advice. To hey, I just think you should divorce Someone's going to want to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, this isn't going to work out. It's a major deal. What if Can't every person who wrote in about like relationship troubles are like, yeah, just end it. Yeah. Well, I don't see why you're even sticking around. Pretty cut and dry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is from one of my faves. 
Oh, and I I realize, and I want to apologize to this person because she is one of my faves. She is a um, frequent writer, not frequent, but like a couple times a year. And I realized because she wrote this message and did the phonetics of how to spell how to sound her na- like say her name that I've been saying her name wrong. So it's I've um, pronounced her name Sari, and it's Sari S A I R E E. Sa'ari. Well, thank you for correcting us, Sa'ari. Yeah. Hey, ladies. Longtime sipper over here looking for some mommying advice I thought I might find with you gals, especially Ash. I have an almost five and a one-and-a-half-year-old one daughters. My older daughter has always been, let's say, more spirited and outgoing compared to others. Ever since she was little, she has been my no-fear kid, who jokingly at times I would call my feral child. She always oh, did things without <laughs> She always did things without a thought and has been extremely outgoing and friendly to everyone. Sometimes there are situations, places, and times that her enthusiasm for life can be a bit, quote unquote, too much. I want to be able to control and manage her very high energy, loud voice, and spirit for life in a way that I do not damage it. Most Mm -hmm. would say things like, honey, you're being too loud, quiet down, or hey, quit being so wild. But I know after hearing Ash talk about her experience as a child that she always felt like she had to be tamed and shut down for her normal self. I don't want to instill that mm-hmm. fear or insecurity into my girl so unintentionally. Mm-hmm. Any suggestions on what I could say instead? How I could phrase things to try to manage her wild side but not shut her down? Love to hear anything you have to offer. Thanks for the continuing laughs and amazing content you ladies put out. Love my Tuesdays and Fridays with you. So, okay, as you were reading, I was trying, like, I have questions. Like, what are these scenarios? When is it appropriate, right? So my first thing, so, and I don't know any of those answers. So what I'm doing instead is just going to pretend that, like, I'm telling you stories about Rev. So my first thought is, where are these things happening and is it actually inappropriate? So for an example, Rev sings pretty loudly, like whenever she wants to, and that's fine. And there was one time we were in a checkout line at Target and she was like singing. And my very first thought was like, oh, people are going to look at us, right? But then it's like, and I don't care, right? Like this is not hurting anyone. If someone's annoyed by her singing, I don't care what these people at Target are thinking. Like I'm not going to tell her that we should be paying attention to what other people think, right? She's not hurting anyone. Now, if we were at like a presentation or if you're sitting in church or something and she's like singing and asking, that's a different scenario because then it's sort of disrespectful. And we want to make sure we're raising our kids to have respect. And so in that scenario, I would say, oh my gosh, baby, like, I love how excited you are, but he's speaking right now or so-and-so is speaking right now. Okay. So we have to be quiet. We just have to listen. And then I'll tell you, there's going to be a time we can sing. Or if it's not a church environment or whatever, it would be like, um, I would do the same thing. Okay, baby. I love how excited, right? I always want to reinforce, like, I love how excited you are, or I can see how excited you are. I I love how you like to sing. I can see you're enjoying singing, right? You just like, validate their feelings, but then say kind of what you need. Um, so if there's another time trying to think of another time, like it could be, you know, hmm, I don't know. What's another scenario call where it would be inappropriate for your kid to be loud where she's um, there. Cause I was going to say school, but she's not there to really correct her kid at school. So like, 
do you think like at maybe like a Thanksgiving table? Sure. Even yeah. then, I don't know. I, I don't know. So I think you got to make the call first, check in on yourself um, on what is actually inappropriate. Because I think we generally as adults have been raised to care a lot about other people's opinions. And I want to do my best to raise my kids to care, care about other people, but care about their own more than other people's. Not in a way that they'll be disrespectful or that they're arrogant or anything, but just like my opinion of what I want to do matters. And it's appropriate. There's times to sing and there's times to not, right? So I think you can do it without shutting them down by validating them. And if there's a time where she's speaking loud and screaming and you tell her she can't do that right now, I love how you're excited. This is You have such a zest for life. It's so fun. Let's sing in the car on the way home. Right. So that then you give her a time where it is appropriate and you don't teach her when I sing it's bad or all the time it's bad or other people's options and control versus that like power struggle, which you want to like try and avoid. Yes. Yeah. And and helping her understand why, like why sometimes it's appropriate and sometimes it isn't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't have as much experience in this. um, So I'm going to not really contribute all that much to this one. However, I will say um, learning as I go with it. So for anyone listening with like younger ones, Ben lately has been really into using his voice like screaming, but it's not, it's not like hunger. It's not like an upset scream. It's like, Mm -hmm. I love to see the reaction this gets out of mom and dad. Mm -hmm. Like it's like a like he it's like pushing boundaries scream mm-hmm. mm, and yeah. it's loud and it's piercing and like so i've been you know kids will be in a moment and then you like frantically go to the internet and you're like ha- like googling like, well, how, how do i do, do this I stop yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, because he's not at the point of like older kids where there is that reason where you can right. say oh i see you're very excited or i see this is very fun for you like there's not that reasoning Mm-hmm. It's like I'm dealing with a drunk mm-hmm. person. Yeah. yeah. So distractions are awesome. Like, hey, let's read a book. Which book do you want to read? Getting their minds thinking about like something different. Mm-hmm. I take him outside. Like outside yeah. is a great place to scream. Let's go do that. And I pick him yeah. up and run outside. And then he tries to do it again in the house. And I pick him up and bring him outside. Mm-hmm. Lately, though, I've been saying, hey, Ben, mommy's going to go upstairs or mommy's going to go do somewhere like if you need to scream because it hurts mommy's ears, helping him understand mm-hmm. like impact. That's actually been the only thing that's worked. And he's like, no, that's mommy, great. no. Yeah. You know, he doesn't want me to leave. Right. But it's like helping him realize like, hey, the w- decisions you have impact other people in this world. And yeah. like, you can do that, but my ears hurt. It yeah. hurts my, and I cover my ears like this, like real dramatic. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, yeah, I think that's really good. it's always something that we're, you know, it's our responsibility to help kids, you know, empower the them day. and figure this out, you know. But our nanny was like, hey, uh, just would love your input. Like Rev is throwing toys and, you know, like having tantrums even over nothing. Like we're not even around her and she's doing that. And so I was like, oh, shit. Google, like, what do you do when your toddler is throwing tantrums? Or like, what do you do when your toddler is throwing toys? Because I can go in there and be like, hey, stop it. And I can like discipline her the way that a lot of us were parented. Not any knock against our parents. I don't think gentle parenting was really a thing. But but I feel like in our generation, we were raised with you just sort of abide by the rules of the house without 
uh, understanding why. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that everyone's house is like that, but I feel like mine was like, because I said so, I'm the adult, you know? And so I want to make sure I'm, I'm allow- allowing my kids to have opinions and whatever. But yeah, I'm Googling all the time. How do I handle this? What do I do? <laughs> no, I don't freaking know. Like the sir- yeah. It's been since he was born. You know, it's yeah. like, what do you do when they don't want to breastfeed? Like, it's like, yeah. it's <laughs> yes. just wild. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Okay. Last one. Hey, ladies, I want your two sips on mental health therapy, etc. I want to know your personal journeys and what it was like when you've sought help from a professional. I spent two months trying to find a counselor and now I feel like we just talk and have never got mm-hmm. to the root of anything oh. after six sessions. Is this normal and should I be patient or is it time to move on? Also, is it normal I haven't told my husband I've been seeing a counselor? Thanks, ladies. Always love your insight. Okay. Obviously, mental health is very important to me. Uh, I would tell your husband about it only because I think the more you don't tell him, it just reinforces the idea it's something to be ashamed of or hide. And I just feel like like you don't have to tell the world about it yet. But I do think being open is not only is it good for like other, you know, for him to know that, but I think just for your own conscious of like, I'm not doing anything shameful. This is okay. Right. Like I don't, this isn't a secret I need to hide. Um, I remember when I first told John, I went on, was going on antidepressants. He definitely had like a reaction to that. Um, like, I don't know if he didn't want me to, but I think he was just like, Oh, you know, just like, whatever. And I'm like, that's fine. Like you're totally entitled to your reaction. We were all, we all have feelings about everything. Um, but I'm going to talk about it. I just, I don't want to carry this shame. So I think definitely opening up is important, especially to someone that's safe, your husband. I also think successions to not really get to what you want to talk about is, uh, not a great use of your time. Cause that's also expensive. Um, but I'm wondering why you haven't brought it up. Like, why are you just... Because I do think the counselor, probably there's some training there where they, maybe you're supposed to lead or something a little bit. I don't know. It That feels strange to me that you have done six sessions and haven't gotten to what you're talking about. I You could consider better help, help, yeah, better help, H-E-L-P, um, where you can do it remote. And then you can... I just switched my therapist the other day on there. And you can switch pretty easily. Um, to, they'll find you another therapist and that might be better than like going somewhere and trying to vet it out. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, th- I don't think that's, I don't know. I don't think that's normal to wait six or to have six sessions where you're just like, okay, we're just talking again. You know? Yeah. What are your thoughts? So like just, uh, sharing personal experience and she asked like, what's our, you know, personal experience. I, Chris and I did like premarital counseling essentially. And then we liked it so much. We just like stuck with it and did it as a date night, but we spaced it out a little bit more. And that was like super valuable. We did have a very good, um, counselor. I would say that some of the sessions did feel like pretty conversational and chatty. Like it wasn't like necessarily breakthroughs, but I will say in hindsight, they were there. It just, I didn't, I don't know, you kind of, I remember feeling very nervous the first time we went and like very vulnerable and I like cried before I even said anything. Um, And it was like along the, so like not every session was like, oh my God, light bulb moment. But like over time, 
there were really valuable insights and tools that I developed for myself, that Chris developed for himself, that like we still use in our marriage today. Mm-hmm. So I would say six sessions is quite a long time. I agree with Ash to not feel anything, but I would also adjust expectations for your next therapist too, that it's not like you see in the movies where it's like you're laying on a couch and you have these like, whoa, this memory from my childhood came back and that's why I'm do like, it's not, mm-hmm. that's not it. Um, but I would trust the process that like the the folks who are like, mental health experts have like been doing this for a long time. There's the education like behind it. So I wouldn't like throw the baby out with the bathwater, but maybe try and find a good recommendation depending on your needs for like the right therapist for you. Make the switch, stick with it because it definitely like is invaluable. Um, my, I've talked more about this over on Patreon, but I've had direct family members who've had, and I think these are mental health issues that like don't get talked about enough, but like severe mental health issues, um, schizophrenia, bipolar, um, and just taking care of mental health and like reducing the stigmas around that um, mm-hmm. are huge. And so I don't know what your situation is, but I'm proud of you for seeking out help and as much support that you feel comfortable gathering around yourself, including your husband when you're ready. Um, I think you'll be surprised that it's met with a lot more support than probably you've built it up to be. Mm-hmm. So that's like one of the beautiful parts about marriage is you don't have to deal with things alone. That's why you yeah. signed up for this thing. Take cash in a ticket for that mm-hmm. with your hubby. Yeah. This couldn't be better for transition. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't even realize it's that. Could not be that. All Me right. Neither. Well, <laughs> wow. So that is wild. Our next sponsor is BetterHelp. And that seemed like I maybe just gave him an extra plug, but that's because Colin and I never bring anything to the pod that we don't use ourselves. Yeah. Um, BetterHelp, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And so if there is something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from reaching your goals, um, right now, I the reason I switched my therapist, which you can easily do, as I mentioned, is because I now want to work on um, childhood trauma instead mm-hmm. of like present day mental health. I want to kind of dig deeper. And so I love that with BetterHelp, they will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And then you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It really is professional therapy done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise. So, you know, it might not be local to you, but you can go online and they have all kinds of experts and you can click what specifically you're looking at or looking for for help. You can log into your account anytime and then send a message to your therapist. You can book uh, a video call, a phone call, or just a chat call with them. And you can schedule that weekly and um, you'll never have to sit in a waiting room or do this weird back and forth thing. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. Plus, it's more affordable than traditional online therapy and financial aid is available. They want you to, and we want you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com slash sip. That's better H-E-L-P to join the over 2 million people 
who have taken charge of their mental health. Wow, that's a big number. With the help of an experienced professional, special offer for You Can Sip With Us listeners, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sip. That's 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sip. All right, I'm so excited. Okay, yeah. For this. So... Um, I'm wondering how we should do this. Okay, we're going to play the Whisper Challenge. Well, we got to give a shout out to Kay because she gave us this recommendation. But okay, I, there's a twist oh. to this Whisper Challenge. So, oh, right, right, right. Which I'm so excited about. So, and this is all because of Kay. So instead of like last time, I'd say like hot diggity dog is like a statement and Ash would try and guess what I was saying. This time, we're going to have a conversation. So I'm going to ask Ashley a question, which she will not be able to hear, but she's going to have to try and read my lips and answer the question that she thinks I'm asking. There's no debrief. There's no like continuing to try and get it right. Then I go on to the next question. Like we're having an interview and this is just answer, answer, answer. All right. So it's not as much of a conversation, but like interview. That's a good way to think of it. Yeah, I'm yeah. interviewing you. Yeah. And then whatever you say is the answer. Mm-hmm. We continue on. Yeah. I'm actually okay. going to go. Do you want to try and guess questions first? Yeah, I'll try to guess first. So let me turn this down. Are we ready to go? Hold on one sec. Oh, yeah. I'm so I, oh, I saw your mouth said, hold on up. one second, but I can't hear you. Okay, good. Hold on. I turned it all the way down. So Ash apparently. But give me a thumbs up or like do something if you need me to turn it back up so I can hear you because otherwise. Okay. I can't. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. She's ready. ready. If you had three wishes, what would you wish for? Oh, that I know what that is. If you had three wishes, what would you wish for? So answer them. That's, (laughs) that's the game. Um, I would wish for no cancer, no abuse, no child abuse specifically, I guess. And no sex trafficking. What was your fondest memory of high school? I need you to say that again. Well, I have no idea what I did. I was. What was your fondest memory of high school? After that, I would wish for no animal abuse. What's your favorite TV show? That's this. This is getting hard. Say it again. <laughs> What's your favorite TV show? Um, I'm imagining if I asked you these things, it was this hard to answer. What was your favorite TV show? Fish hold. Fish uh, hold. My my fishing net hole. I think it can. <laughs> I think it could probably hold 25 fish. <laughs> What's the strangest thing in your refrigerator? Um, this is very hard. Uh, say it again. What's the strangest thing in your refrigerator? What do you say for yourself? What do I say <laughs> for myself? I say I am so excited for Christmas. I see the Christmas lights are out and up and it's a good time to be alive. Yeah. What's your favorite sports <laughs> team? 
Um, it's way easier to just re- to say what I think you said because I've got to like process no, you what can I think do you that. said and you can then do come, come and answer. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Re- you can do that. What do you think I said? I can tell you what I think yeah. you said. Yeah, but okay. then answer you it. What's your favorite sports team? What do you want from the game? Well, I just want a good time. I just want a good time. <laughs> I just want a good game. You know, <laughs> I want I want it to be competitive. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. When do you feel the most in control? What do you feel about the trolls? <laughs> I think they're bored. I think they have a lot of time on their hands. And I wish they would use that energy more productively. <laughs> absolutely. Um, okay, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> would you rather have 10 hobbies or one passion? Would you rather have sex with a llama or ashes? <laughs> probably, probably ashes because I feel like having sex with a llama would be animal abuse. And I've already eradicated that with my wishes. Right. Okay. Last one. This is a great interview. Would you rather look like a potato or feel like a potato? Would you rather have a hot potato or a sack of potatoes? Um, I think I'd rather have a sack of potatoes. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're the merrier. Okay. 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 Yeah. I think the key is you should have to say what you think yes. was the, you know, otherwise it's like, you don't know what I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then Hold answering. On. Yeah. I'm going to put on some relaxing piano music. Oh, Wow. You know, oh my gosh! Just to really I didn't get, think you'd pick that relaxing piano really, music. Yeah, to get into like the vibe, get into the groove. Okay. Speaking of, if you want emotional, good, like chill piano music, like R I O P Y. R I O P Y. Roipy. R O I P Y. Roipy. Ready, Ooh. ready for your interview. Okay. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for showing up. When is the last time you experienced nostalgia? What, when's the last time I watched Succession? Um, it was this last Sunday. Great episode. Freaking love that show. So good. So good. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's the scariest dream you've ever had? What's a secret I've never told anyone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hit us with it. Yeah, what's a secret I've never told anybody? I've got just the other day. You know, you have these like random hairs on your body uh-huh. Uh-huh. that are like, you don't really talk about them, but you just like deal yeah. with them. Yeah. I have one that comes out of my right forearm all oh. the time. I don't know if I've ever told anybody that, but I kind of secretly like it when it comes back. And then I'm like, ooh, oh. I gotta go pluck it. you. Pluck it like a whisker. I have one of those. I have one of those on my chin. Okay. Uh, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the word fidget? What's the first thing that comes to mind when I go fishing? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? First thing that comes to mind when I go fishing, and I know this is funny because we talked about fishing in our interview yeah. too, so it's just top, fish, top of my gals. little brain, <laughs> is uh, I'm a catch and release kind of gal, so I feel a okay. little bad, you know, murderous. Yeah. I feel the first thing that comes to mind is I, I'm a murderer. I'm a murderer. <laughs> um, what superpower do you wish you had? 
What superpower do I wish I had? Yeah. That's the one. I wish. I wish that I could fly. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, What song do you most associate with your childhood? What socks do I most associate with my childhood? Uh, <laughs> do you have a pair? Never been asked that one before. Socks, wow. socks. You know. Okay, the kind of socks that I used to wear in my childhood—maybe not childhood—but they were like. I remember wearing socks that I thought were really cool that were like in the 90s that kind of went up right below my calf with like Jack Purcells. Yeah. You know, I wore those like those like tall white ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If you won the lottery tomorrow, what would be your very first expense? You know, I lost you at hello. Could you repeat the uh, (laughs) (laughs) hello? If you won the lottery tomorrow, what would be your very first expense? If I was a mayor, what would be the first thing I'd do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. <laughs> what would be the first thing <laughs> I'd do? What you do? You know, people should never go broke as a joke uh, for childcare. That's a serious answer. But oh, I would address yes. that. Number one. Yep. Nice. Okay. How many more? One more? Two more? Uh, well, let's, do, let's take one more. I'll take one more question before, I'll t- I, I'll before take, my I'll people have to question. escort me out. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What's the last meaningful book you read? I'm sorry? What's the last meaningful book you read? (laughs) Her eyes, you guys, her face. What's the last meaningful book you read? What's the last piece (laughs) of pie I I had? Um, (laughs) What's the last Uh kind of pie I had? Yeah, I love... (laughs) What a sweet, what a sweet way to end this. Um, <laughs> last piece of pie I had was um, actually a little special treat that Chris's aunt brought over uh, on Halloween. She brought us over a little pumpkin cheesecake pie Ooh, bites. Yeah. Yum. Thank you for the wonderful interview. thank you okay 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 oh that pie just probably made you feel so good and lovely in the same way that Anna Luisa jewelry makes me feel I just got my latest pieces arrived in the mail and I actually I really do so they've now sent us a couple of things for free as a sponsor of the podcast and I have also bought probably five or six pieces from their site because the quality is so good and it's just like those classic I feel like timeless pieces they do have some like fun funky ones too but primarily timeless pieces that will just last and last and the jewelry prices start at $39. Like it's super affordable, super cute. They release new collections every single Friday. And I'm just obsessed with them. It's Anna Luisa, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. It's, I mean, are you obsessed like me? Yeah. So I'm not like, I'm not the kind of person where I like to spend an arm and a leg on jewelry. Yeah. Like if I receive jewelry as a gift and it's nice, I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you, but I'll never buy it for myself. Mm-hmm. And I love Anna, Anna Luisa, A-N-A, 
L-U-I-S-A, because I can go on there and get really good quality pieces, but I don't have that guilt of like, oh, this is just breaking the bank. You know, I feel like and then I can go back more frequently um, and update my jewelry collection. Um, But you guys, it it really is like their pieces are so beautiful. I have a pair of earrings from them that are my absolute favorite. You need to go treat yourself and your loved ones. Use our code SIP to get 10% off. It's HTTPS uh, colon two black pack slashes shop dot Anna Luisa A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A dot com slash sip. We're going to put the link in the show notes. I mm-hmm. absolutely recommend them. They are a great brand making beautiful, sustainable jewelry. Ash and I are so obsessed for real. You guys are going to love them. Great gift idea too. Like with the yes. holidays coming up for like a friend, they look parent. much more expensive than they are, I feel like. No doubt about it. Um, go check them out. Shop.analuisa.com slash sip. Use our code SIP. We'll put the link in the show notes. Rant and rave. Bird. All right. My rant is just pretty basic, but I don't know if it, if I can attribute to anything. I had like two days this week, week where I was just in a bad mood. For no reason, I just yeah. felt like kind of in a funk. And I thought maybe it was the Halloween candy that I ate or something, but I couldn't explain it. I wasn't PMSing. I didn't know. And so my rant is just bad moods, unexplainable bad moods. And I, as a life coach, know that everything, like I'm feeling that way because of my thoughts, but I couldn't fix it. I was just in it. And then finally, all of a sudden it was like a switch flipped and I was out of it. Yeah. But I just, you know, I don't like the roller coaster of moods. I want to be a steady Eddie. And I am a what rhymes with volatile (laughs) or loose cannon Shannon. I'm a loose cannon Shannon. You know what I mean? You know, you feel things. That's not feel things. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but sometimes it feels bad. I, I don't mind feeling bad if I can like attribute it to a reason like I'm sick or I didn't sleep well or I got terrible news or whatever. But if it's like, I just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. What the hell? Yeah. Come on, brain. Come Get it on, together. That's brain. it. I mean, it's a shitty rant, but that's all I've got. That's what pissed me off this week. I'm so Shit. tired of doing dishes. Like yeah. if I could eradicate just one thing that would just okay. do itself. The chore would be dishes. Dishes. Wow. I I despise unloading the dishes. Mm-hmm. Like mm. our dishwasher, the like some of the glasses that we have, like you go to take something out, you have to like dump out the water and it like yes. water like it's on the ground and you got to clean it up because you don't want like the water warping your floors. Yeah. Right. It's a um, whole thing. It's a whole thing, especially like little kids's like straws and stuff. Mm. It's like I've got to find the three parts to like right. put them together to put them yeah. back. Dishes sitting in the sink. I hate the look of dishes sitting in the sink, especially, and this is not Chris, this is totally my thing. If there's like, let's say we're having like chicken and rice or something, right? And there's like a little bit of left of like the rice in the bowl. And then there's, you know, water that's sort of rinsed, but it just Mm -hmm. sort of sits in there with the food. Mm -hmm. It's like water food. Yeah. Looking at that. Yeah. I can't deal with it. Yeah. That's, that is true. That Those little remnant food things, 
definitely gross me out. Or Rinsing like ketchup off of a plate. I oh. have to do that. Like gobs of ketchup sometimes with my kids. And it just grosses me out. Washing like leftovers, things that have been in the fridge for oh, a little too long. I have just thrown Tupperware you, out. You pop like, off I don't the even, top. I can't even open this. I can't even open this. And you like hold yeah. your breath and you turn on the faucet and you just ah, like, come on, drain it, 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 drain it. Yeah, I'm gagging. Yeah. I just I'm gagging thinking about it. I wish I could just have a Mary Poppins person, yeah. a fairy, a dish fairy. I snap my fingers. Dish fairy comes and says, Colleen, all done. Yeah. You know, anyway. <laughs> all done. Um, this is why I outsource everything. I outsource all of my meals. I don't really cook ever. We <laughs> just never because cook. Of dishes. Yeah. Like it's one of the reasons. I hate doing dishes so much. And I hate the time that it takes to cook as well. Yeah, I, I don't mind that. I'd cook for a hundred years. Yeah, like I, yeah. I enjoy. I love home cooked meals, and I love cooking. Yeah. I, I want. I maybe that'll be a goal of mine to dishes. maybe see if I can like cooking. I like home cooked meals, as in I like eating them. Yeah, I do not like cooking. Yeah, but anyway, uh, my rave is we took the kiddos trick or treating for the first time this year. I don't. I haven't talked about this on here, right? No, I think I talked about it on social. Because we haven't talked since then. Um, so we, Rev is going to be four and we hadn't ever taken her trick-or-treating before because it just seemed like, oh, she's too little and wouldn't really get it or something. I don't know. And then last year was COVID and whatever. So we took her and she was a little freaking fairy princess. Like it was, you would have thought that girl was walking on clouds. I mean, she was just prancing around, skipping around the neighborhood, running up trick-or-treat, like so happy and joyful. And I remembered the feeling that I used to have as a kid, how much I freaking loved trick-or-treating. Yeah. And Mac had no idea what was going on. So we had a wagon that would like pull him in and he'd go up there and he'd be, and he's like babbling, you know? So he's like, he's like holding out his basket to the people, you know? Cause a lot of people are sitting at the end of the driveway. He just goes, And so then, so then like get a, get a candy. So Revy, he wouldn't know. So Rev's like putting candy in his bin and all of a sudden, okay. And we're cruising and he just drops it in the middle of the street. He dumps it out. He's like all over the place. And it was the freaking cutest thing ever. The whole thing was my favorite. And now yeah. I can't wait for Halloween next year. I wish we did trick or treating at once a month because of how fun it was for her. Yeah. Yeah. And I also did the switch, Witch, which I talked about. So, because there was some, drama over the candy. And then when I read the switch, Witch poem to Rev, she was so cute. So we dumped out her candy on the floor. I told her she could pick 10 pieces and like five for Mac. And she, like, she held up this green thing. Um, what are those little warhead, the airhead, like sour straw things or whatever. And she was like, Oh mom, I think it said the bats like green. Can you read that again? And it did. It said like green chews or something like that. And it said bubble gum. So then she pulled out this um, blow pop, you know, and she was like, does this have gum in it? Okay, let's give that to the bats. And it was just the cutest thing. And she was totally bought in. Yeah, totally in. And the witch brought her two little dolls and she's been playing with them all day. They went, she took them into the bath tonight. And yeah, I mean... That whole thing was just so cute. It was just awesome. My rave, my rave is Halloween as well. Same. There was hey, someone on Twitter that was like, Halloween is so magical because it's one of the last like community events, like from an equity mm. standpoint. Like, mm. like if you think about like Christmas, it's like yeah. can feel for kids, especially like if you don't have money 
or whatever <gasps> during Christmas, yeah. you feel that gap. Um, and Halloween, if you're a kid, it's all equal. Go to the doors totally and get candy. True. Like, yeah. Well, and, and you can drive into different neighborhoods too. Yeah. Like some parents, you know, interacting like, with neighbors, yeah. everybody's out. It's connectedness in a way that like oh. maybe 4th of July has when you're gathering for fireworks. But like that, that is something magical. And Halloween felt big this year in the sense of like, yeah. everyone was out. We had a ton of trick-or-treaters come to our door, but um, it took Ben a couple houses, you know, like first mm-hmm. one, he's like, I don't know. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, how would you know what to do? But then he started cruising and he was saying, oh, like, next house, it. next house, next house. And yeah. um, his favorite thing right now are lollipops. And one of the houses gave him a lollipop. And he was like, you would have thought someone handed him a million dollars. And so we go to another house. <laughs> you just paid and- for my college tuition. <laughs> yeah. So we go to another house and I'm standing there like, you know, we had like grand- grandmas with us and like all the things. And I see Ben. <clears throat> this uh, mom and her kids had like knelt down to be at his level to give him candy. Yeah. And I'm just sort of looking around because I'm thinking he knows how to take, you know, one or two or whatever. He's just always taking one. Right. Um, And I see him talking to her. And I'm like, what? You know, take me a second. What's going on? Yeah. And I listen in and she's like, what is it, sweetie? What is it, sweetie? And I know his language. I speak Ben. Right, fluent. right, right. So I, he's asking her for a lollipop because she didn't have lollipops <sighs> in her bucket. And so the kid you is thinking, this is on demand. He's like, lollipop, please, lollipop, yeah. please, lollipop, please. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, I'm so sorry. And I just like picked him up and left. <laughs> I'm like, he's asking you for a lollipop. You know, I was like, yeah. come on, kiddo, next house, you know. Yeah. It was so much fun. Oh. It was a total riot. I can't wait for Halloween next year, too. I know. It's like the joys of a parent experiencing it from this lens is like yeah. really freaking cool. It's really and, cool. You know, I've always been someone that's like, oh, I don't like Halloween. Like, I don't like costume parties. I don't like dressing up. And for me, for a lot of years, it was just because of the financial aspect. I didn't want to spend money on a costume that I was not really going to get use out of. But now I so see the magic of like when people rally behind Halloween and like dressing up and stuff. It's like, really fun it makes me want to just be a big costume person like yeah because it's fun i don't know i always just didn't really get into it and i've decided maybe i want to we'll see there's some magic there and rev thought it was the coolest thing that we were dressed up you know so oh so good all right you guys tell a friend about the pod today that's an order um you can sip with us always Always. we love you and we will see you Next Next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Want more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We same 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 same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Totes, kibbutz. 
Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.